Welcome to this week's episode of the Casual Shooter Podcast. This week you have Leo, hello, Chris, hey. and me. We also have, once again, another guest. This week we welcome Gianni Giordano to the show. How are you guys doing? Say hello. And if you would, go ahead and take a minute and introduce yourself. Okay. I'm Gianni Giordano. I live in uh, northern Nevada. I've been shooting USPSA for about almost nine years now. Uh, I started shooting USPSA when I was eight. Um, and I just started shooting. My dad took me to a steel challenge match. And when I turned nine, USPSA, I started shooting USPSA, and I was hooked from there, and everything else is history. But, uh, yeah. Nine. Wow. Well, now we usually ask the few uh, getting-to-know-you questions. Okay. So we're going to start with, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Um, that's a hard one. I like, I like the Marvel stuff, so I don't really have a specific it, movie, but I like the Marvel, Marvel series. Okay. So all the Marvel series movies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a dangerous question to ask somebody who's 17, because if he had said something rated R, we'd have to tell his parents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about favorite book? Um, favorite book? Hmm. I haven't really read a book in a while. I don't really. I do so much school reading, if I don't really have a favorite book. <laughs> Okay. Like <laughs> do you do you read comic books? Mm, no. Um, if I do read anything, I read okay. a lot of uh, like mind, like uh, athletic coaches and stuff on like Olympians and stuff like that. If I do read anything, but okay. Go wow, you're ahead of your go time. With the John Deere manual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How to fix a swather. <laughs> How about your favorite historical figure? Um, historical figure. Mm, probably <laughs> George Washington, probably. Good answer. Yep, yep. We all live in that area where he grew up and lived, so. Okay, that's kind of cool. That's a good answer. How about how about favorite gun and caliber? Uh, my Infinity, forty. Sight tracker. So is is forty your favorite caliber too? Then. Yeah, yeah. As far as pistols, yes. Uh, rifle, I really like. Okay. All right. What about rifles? Uh, six five Creedmoor. Yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah. So what do you have then? It's a proof research built 65. Uh he's got he he's the rifle guy. He has all the rifles. So we got a bunch of different different Okay. Laying around. Nothing wrong with that. You got plenty of property to shoot it on. Yep. My range is literally right in the backyard. So And that's <laughs> cheating. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I am too. That's why I'm calling it cheating, because I'm jealous. All right, since you like the Marvel stuff, who is your favorite superhero? Um, it's probably Iron Man. 
I'm a little shocked yeah. at that one. I thought you were going to lean more towards the Punisher. <laughs> the Punisher? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like Iron Man. That's just who he plays on USPSA oh. Weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Punishing everybody right. behind him. We'll have to play, get you the little logo and put it on your jersey as you come out there. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to get a little personal on this one. Okay. How tall are you? Um, six foot. Okay, you bear, you meet minimum requirement. Did you know that there is a height requirement to be a national champion? Really? <laughs> well, it's an unwritten rule, apparently, because Leo and I were at last nationals, and all the production shooters came over, and they're all giraffes. Every one of them. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yep, Mills. So clearly there is an unwritten rule about height requirements. Huh. Yeah, I'm six foot. That we didn't know about. So the good thing is you meet minimum requirements, so you'll be okay. Yeah. There's a six in front. Yeah, I'm six foot and I felt tiny. Oh, I know. Yeah, there's some tall guys. Yeah. I'm average 5'9", and I felt like a midget. If he's wearing shoes. <laughs> with with the thick soles. <laughs> okay. Um so how tall is Christian? Is he about is he shorter than you? Shorter than me, yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly how tall he is, but he's shorter than me. So he's cheating the rules somehow. Yes. Yeah, he's <laughs> cheating the rules. Yep. He sure is. We're going to have to uh, ask him about how he's doing that. How much longer are you going to be a junior shooter? Uh, I'll have another year in USPSA, but Ipsic is 21. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Ipsic. Yep. 21. Okay. But another year still to go for USPSA. Yeah, yep. So I got one more year uh, in USPSA as far as a junior. So there's literally a chance that you could be the first national champion who's also a junior. Yeah. Yep. Definitely got him for it this year. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you you came extremely close. At L10, yeah. Um. Or. Yeah, at L10. Yeah. If if Christian hadn't decided to shoot that out of whatever, um, you definitely would have been. The first junior national champion ever. Yep. Yep. I never shot Ipsic before. So are you going to the world shoot? Yeah, I'm going to go with the world shoot if it does happen. But I'm also doing the nationals this year for qualifying. Um, so we'll see if it happens, though. They're, it's still up in the air. We'll know June 30th on uh, Ipsic for worlds, yep. anyways. Yeah, we had uh, Mike Foley on, uh -huh. and that's what he was saying. They'll know by, at the latest, June 30th. So, okay. yeah. Hopefully, they'll, this all this COVID stuff will move past and be able to have it. Yep. For sure. Are you part of the national team, or are you just going on your own shooting individually? Uh, Infinity has a slot for me. I didn't place uh, the top 12 or whatever it is. Uh, three years ago, so I'm just now into the top few, so I w I'll be probably on the team for the next world shoot. 
then I can still compete and everything uh, with them. Okay. So. Awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. Good luck. Yep. So you shoot an Infinity 40 um, in Limited. Now, has that yep. is that the only division you've been shooting? I have open guns right now. Um, I've shot... I've shot limited my whole life. I shot open a little bit uh, last year, just here and there, but primarily limited. I shot a little bit of PCC too. Uh, my dad shoots PCC since he's a rifle guy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just prim primarily okay. shoot limited. Now, what is it about limited that you like? I just that's what I started with, and it's just it's what I've been shooting for eight years now and I just, I love it. I like the challenge of it. So you started shooting a 40 in competition at the age of nine? Yes. Wow. I've been shooting 40 forever. <laughs> I shot so my very first really match. we should just call you Superboy. <laughs> my very first match, I did shoot a little Glock nine, um, but when I turned, I think nine and a half or nine and a half, ten is when I started shooting forty. So I've pretty much been shooting forty forever. Wow, that's that's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, I just want you to know personally, this makes me very happy as the only guy that shoots forty on this team. Um, <laughs> so thank you, thank yep. you for confirming yeah. all along, forty's better. <laughs> Thank you. What do you, what do you guys shoot? Two-time junior national champion, people. Forty. <clears throat> Nine. Nine. I shoot a Canic. Okay. Like world and national champion Nils Jonasson. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Huggy also shoots a Canic, and Leo is um, a Sig fan. Yeah, 320 uh, X5. <clears throat> That's in nine, but I was shooting just a regular 320 in 40. Uh, wow. And then I got tired of being made fun of. So um, it was hurtful because fat feels. And so I went to nine because my friends are mean. Gotcha. See what you have to look forward to as an adult? <laughs> it doesn't change. Friends are still hurtful and mean and... Oh yeah. So my qu yeah. my question is, do you make fun of your dad because he shoots PCC? <laughs> uh no, not too much. No, <laughs> he's the one that. My mom Only if he listens to this podcast. <laughs> I don't make fun exactly. Of him. He's the one that takes me all over. So smart. <laughs> Better not oh, be too, okay. too mean to him. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> That's dad love right before Father's Day. Good call. <laughs> yep. So, did you, last month you shot um, Nationals, limited 10. Yep. Did you shoot on the same squad as Christian? No. I uh, shot on a different squad with some of my other teammates. Um, that was one thing I think I could have done a lot better if I did shoot with him because I shot extremely conservative at that match. Super conservative at it. So the nope. first day Finish. we shot the seven, <laughs> the seven stages, and those were the biggest point stages. So that was my first day, and that was his last day. So my first day was really conservative, 
and his last day he killed it, and that's where he got me. Was on that the seven stages. So if I would have shot with him, I could have saw. Okay. Very. So that's the only that's the only thing. Okay. Uh, had, Very interesting. I had a couple other little issues, just not being used to L10. Like uh, I had several. I had this sitting there, and I had to rack it. Just little mistakes like that kind of added up as well. So. That makes sense. I, I can see that. I mean, a lot more reloads than you're expecting. So yeah. I totally yeah. get it. And it wasn't that bad. Like, it was a super cool match. I heard, like, last year it was torture. So this mat, this year was pretty good. I enjoyed the stages. So do you like shooting with people that are the um, same skill level or better than? Yeah, so I always, like, as far as... The super squad, I don't really care too much about shooting on the super squad. Uh, I really like, I like to have fun, you know, and they're very serious. So I like to shoot with my, my teammates, and they're all open shooters. So they're extremely good, and I can I push myself to beat them, and then that's how I know, you know, like where I'm standing as far as versus limited people. So as long as I'm keeping up with or beating my teammates as shooting open, that's how I know, like, how to judge where the limited guys are shooting. But there is advantages to shooting on the Super Squad. So, like, when I shot Super Squad last year, like, literally every two stages we would have fresh targets all the time. There was never, like, any shot-up targets. So there's definitely advantages to it, but, yeah. Well, I didn't know they got such special treatment. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Okay. I mean, I get it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have tough calls I, and stuff I, like that. I'm not going to be... Yeah, they could literally decide, especially this year, that could decide the difference between first and second, you know? Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, we peasants don't get that. <laughs> Nobody, no, like, it's not going to be a tough call for 200th place. I'm, I'm requesting you know? <laughs> a new target, please. <laughs> yeah, you're be like, sir, you need to sit down. We're going to keep I, I need an overlay. No, you don't. No, no, right. no. You don't need an overlay for a mic. <laughs> right. So that's not how it works. So here's so here's my question then. Um, it, when, that first day, you said you shot very conservative. How did you shoot in comparison to your teammates? Um, so my teammates, they're right with me. Uh, I shot with Andrew and Bruno. Um, they were. Andrew was right with me, and we were we were going back and forth. So that's how I knew he's a really good open shooter. So that's how I knew I I thought I was doing you know as far as pacing myself really good, but I think that like on my last day I shot really good, and then on Christian's last day he shot really good. So it's just that that those seven stages. If I could do it again, I would want to end on those seven stages just to be more warmed up and prepared for him. But. I still felt really good about it. I shot extremely conservative. Okay. Um, and that's what I've been working on was last year, my accuracy wasn't there, but my time was. Like, I won by time, but I did not win by accuracy. So that is what I wanted to work on at this Nationals was my accuracy, and I did that. So now I just got to blend the two together for this upcoming race gun Nationals. <laughs> so... 
Are you expecting to be on the super squad then? Um, I'm actually shooting. So Infinity's sponsoring nationals and we'll have our own squad. So we're going to all shoot together. He's like, so I will not be on the super okay. squad this He's year. Like, who cares about that other people? We got now here's, okay. <laughs> well, and he'll have more fun. Like he said, yeah. they're very serious. Um, yeah. Now, Gianni, here's a question for you. Are you familiar with the um, Tour de France and how those teams work together? Mm-mm. No. Okay. So what happens is they basically determine who their uh, strongest teammate is. Uh-huh. And the other team members work to improve that person's position. Okay. Um, so they'll put somebody out in front. Say like a teammate of yours would be out in front and you would draft with him. And then they would switch up another person to keep uh, their strongest teammate, we'll say in this case it's you, kind of keep you fresh because you're not working as hard since you're drafting, and then for the sprint towards the end, you would take off to try to win the stage. So my question is, taking that same strategy, has it ever been discussed? I mean, I know it's an individual sport, but has it ever been discussed where maybe on each stage one of those guys – pushes harder than the others to give you a benchmark to aim for. No, it's not been discussed. Uh-uh, but that's a good idea. I, I would have related to more than that. that I would have related to more of NASCAR than uh, Tour de France. Okay. <laughs> so, but I... <laughs> but I see, yeah, it's not really been... I see what he's saying, and I was Go wondering, ahead. like you had said before, that when you shoot with your guys, they help push you. And... So is there one particular yeah. guy that on that team of yours that like really pushes you to the max all the time so that way when you get up there you're going to even step on the gas and hard? Yeah, that's Andrew Hyder. That's definitely he definitely pushes me. And we both push each other, you know, so it, it really worked out good for L ten nationals, for sure. So how, what is it going to be, 12 of you on your Infinity Squad at Nationals then? Yeah, there'll be, yeah, 12, I think. We have a lot of, we have a lot of people on the team from all over. Okay. Coming, so that'll be fun. Yeah, on our team, Dave's the guy that pushes Huggy and I. It more or less pushes us out of the way. <laughs> or pushes so. towards the bench. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, hey, let's try to do as good as Dave. <laughs> So then we don't finish last. It works out pretty well. <laughs> Have you guys been down to the... So you did... Um, no? It's yeah, we don't, we don't get invites to that. <laughs> so how do you like it compared to Frostproof? Oh, way more. Like, I... Yeah. I would not blink an eye if I would ever have to go back to Florida. <laughs> This Talladega range was way better. Way better. <laughs> is that just a Florida thing, or is that a frostproof thing? Ah, uh, it's both. <laughs> both. Um, okay. 
Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Todd Ager. All right. That's okay. Florida's not a sponsor for us. That's fine. <laughs> Todd Ager's awesome. One of the best ranges I've ever been to. That and uh, Grand Junction, Colorado. Oh, the new range. Yeah. Yep. So those two are by far. Well, and that so, one's not far for you, right? Grand Junction. Uh, it's still, it's nine hours. Which? Uh, ten, nine, ten hours. Oh, okay. Discord. We can, 10 hours for us. Yeah, that's not too bad, but, I mean, still, that's a long time in a car. Yeah, yep. So which one do you like better, Grand Junction or Talladega? I like Talladega better. I like all the trees. Grand Junction is just desert. Uh, It seems like um, Grand Junction's got a little more uh, technology to it. Yes, well... So as far as like Talladega, they're improving their pistol ranges. So like the rifle range is crazy. When you go up there, they have a little monitor on there and it'll show you your shots and all of that of what you're hitting and all kinds of stuff. But the pistol ranges have not been 100% finished yet. Like it'll all be pavement. And then like right where you shoot, it'll all be, you know, uh, a grass type deal. Um, right now it's just gravel, but they're definitely working down at the pistol base. And they're going to add more, I think, as well. Because there's only like, uh, I think there was only 15 bays, so they had a lot of two stages in one bay deal. But it's definitely a nice range, for sure. I noticed when they were live streaming it, there was one stage where you could see the shooter having to wait, and both the shooter and the RO were looking over to their left, so you knew that they were waiting for another shooter to finish. So they could start their half of the of the bay. So yeah, there was like probably I could see that, and I'm sure the more um, I could see we're having more matches there. The more matches they have there, then the more income I guess CMP would get to be able to make all those upgrades and finish it out. Yep, yeah, because exactly. the streaming didn't hurt cool. for people to actually see their capabilities. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and I would say for the longest time, CMP was more rifle-based than yep. it is pistol yep. anyway. Yep. Because that rifle range is So, yeah. I, I believe it. Now, when you shot with the uh, Super Squad last year, and even when you shot limited 10 nationals this year, was there ever any pressure that you felt? Oh, yeah. Super squad, there was a lot. It's, it's a different... Okay. And how did you deal with that? Uh, I did I did okay, but not, not the best. Um, I was... I think I was ninth. Um, previous year, I was seventh, but I had a lot more competition last year. So... The, the whole mental game definitely was not there for last year. So I could have definitely been top three, I okay. think. Okay. So do I you feel... Used to it, wasn't used to that pressure because everybody is coming. I get that. Watching. And, and, and yes, all eyes are on you. Yep. For sure. Cameras. So and they have do you feel in a better place? No, no, no. That's Okay. I imagine that was shooting USA, but I was like, um, or do you feel like you're in a better place this year mentally to cope with that pressure? Yeah, for sure. Yep. 
um, I come a long way since uh, last year's nationals. So we'll see for this year how I do. But okay. I think this year will be a lot more fun because I get to shoot with you know my team and it won't be as serious as the super squad. So I think I'll have some fun. Right. Yeah. I definitely think it'll be more fun for you. The implications are the same, but the yeah, and I think the I do pressure maybe not so much. When I I think I do a lot better when I'm having fun versus everybody's so serious. So I think it'll be good for me. We'll see. <laughs> You just made me think of the Joker. Why? That's so exactly what I was serious. thinking. <laughs> this is how you know we've been together for too long because I was literally having the same thought. <laughs> We're going to have to send you that shirt that says, Why So Serious? There you go. So I assume that's also why you've been reading those sports uh, coaching yeah. books. Yep. My coach, Mel, has a lot of them. Um, and I've been really reading them. And there's a lot of good information in them. I, I'm assuming you know who Steve Anderson is? Yeah. Now, have you considered any of the Lanny Basham mental management classes? No, I haven't. I'm sorry, what was that? I said it might be something to think about for sure. Now, what was your practice like leading up to limited 10 nationals? Um, so typically I shoot, like, since my range is right here, I try to shoot like a hundred rounds a day. I don't like to do major, like a thousand rounds a day stuff. I just like to do small little increment throughout the whole week leading up to, I don't, I don't shoot every day. Like right now, I'll probably shoot every couple days. Um, maybe just a hundred rounds, 150 rounds. Uh, I'll do a lot of dry fire, but like leading up to a major probably about a week at least, I'll start shooting every day um, leading up to a match. So then it'll be the same thing for limited nationals this fall? Yep. I'll probably train a lot harder then, but yeah. Definitely, I definitely now, why do you say that? I just want, I definitely want to win this year. I'm 17 now, so I have one, okay. one shot as junior. <laughs> um. How has the uh, ammo pandemic affected you and your training? Mm, not much. I've got a lot of sponsors. I got berries. I got. I'm good for several years. <laughs> several years. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a good problem right. to have. That that is. We were prepared like three years ago for this, so we're, we're good for a while. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. You were the first one that I've heard that you were fine for several years. <laughs> yeah. I've got, we got a, quite a bit of stockpile. Yeah, it's good to know that 14 or 15-year-old you knew more than we did three years ago. <laughs> that's sad. Yeah. Like, cumulatively, we're like 100 times your age, and we did <laughs> Cool. It's not embarrassing at all. be able to get a lot of that stuff, so I'm, I'm lucky uh, as far as that. I understand. So, yeah, we don't have that problem either. <laughs> yes, and all of your sponsors, none of them sponsor us, so that's okay, why well, we're, in, say, hey, that's why we're in the state right we're now. in. Okay, yeah. we're back. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think they've ever heard of us before. <laughs> so I, I'm going to get a little bit more specific with something. When when you're at nationals, whether it was limit ten, limited last year, limited coming up, what is your? This is a two part question. One. What is your warm-up like each day at Nationals? And two, do you do any like dry fire or practice while you are at Nationals? Um, so like before, I, I always try to shoot before. I'm Like when I get there, I'll get there probably about an hour and a half, two hours before I start shooting. And then I'll just go to the practice bay and just shoot, even if it's like 10 rounds. It's just... For me, it's good just to get the first rounds out of the way, you know. Um, so that's what I'll do every day um, at any major. I try to anyway. Um, and then before uh, I shoot a stage or whatever, I'll just do a couple little draws and make sure that you know everything is there and not not moved or anything. Um, but that's about it. I mainly just run the stages through my head over and over and over and over and just focus on that take one stage at a time do you when do you walk through okay let me back up let me maybe it'll explain it better when we were at nationals last year i would walk the next day's stages the afternoon or morning prior whenever it was we were free so i would know what to expect for those stages do you do something similar or do you something do something completely different i walk everything uh like if we shoot friday Usually I have all day Thursday, and I'll walk all the stages. I'll really, I'll mainly focus on the ones that I'm shooting the next day, and then just rotate as I go through the match. But I always walk all of them and get a, a about game plan for each one, and then um, I focus on the ones that I'm shooting that next day really hard. Like if they're swingers, I don't even worry about the other ones. I'm only worried about what's happening the next day. Then after that's done that night or, or whatever we're going to do, I'll watch the swingers on the next day or whatever the stage is. So let's say the match is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You shoot, you did your walk through Thursday. You shoot Friday. Do you then walk, do you go back through and walk and view the stages for the next day for Saturday? Or do you just go with the walk through you've already done? No, I walk them again for, for Saturday. And then once okay. I'm done Saturday, I'll walk the Sunday ones right after. Do you dry fire those back at your room or? No, I don't do any of that type of stuff. I mean, I dry fire just little reloads and stuff, um, but I don't like run actual stages through my head. As okay. long as I know like what to expect on a stage, that's all I really, I really want to know. You know, like if there's a harder target or a certain swinger, that's all I'm really worried about. Um, but I just take it stage at a time. And if there's crazy stages, I always tell myself, like, you can't win nationals off this stage, but you can lose it off this stage. So, Good way of thinking about it. So are you yeah. more conservative on that stage then? Yeah, like stages that are, like, okay. crazy, I don't worry about winning it. Just get the points because, um, like, you don't really realize it, but when you're trying to win nationals, a mic is devastating on a stage. Like a whole hit factor and a half, you'll be beaten by. So <laughs> it's bad. You got which adds up to a lot of points. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I totally get it. So what does your, other than nationals, between now and, and limited nationals, what does your shooting season look like? It's, I've got uh, the Bighorn, which is down in that Colorado range in two, let's see, three weeks. And then um, July is solid booked back to back. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know exactly what all matches I've got. But July's back to back. August I have several, and I'm pretty much booked all the way to, to October. So, like, right now is pretty much my break. I'll have a couple okay. of weeks, and then I'll start again and be solid for a while. Any area matches in there? Yeah, I'm going to go area one, two, and three. Um, I'll do – I have two more nationals to do. I've got probably five state matches and then a couple sectional matches. You said two nationals. So limited and what else? Limited and Ipsic. Ipsic is in September. Oh, okay. Okay. I gotcha. That's, uh, is that in Florida? Yes, unfortunately. It's in Florida. <laughs> I was going to say, you can't get away from it. <laughs> no. no. Uh, Sorry, Florida. You just you don't do it for him. <laughs> no. Is it is it the humidity? No, it's not the humidity. It's just I don't know it, the like the range. The range is nice, but sometimes it can get really congested. Like everybody is, it's just on a huge you know row of people shooting, and it's I do not like the sun there. It's bad. Like yep. if you're the unlucky ones to shoot on the left bays in the oh, morning. Yeah. It's bad. It's really right. Bad. <laughs> yeah. We've been there. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we know what you're I, talking about. I remember a long time ago there was like <laughs> headshots at like 20 yards. And, of course, it was on the sun bay and you could not see it. Like it was, it was hard to see. It wasn't good. And it's unfair. Wow. It's unfair for the other shooters because you'll have some that have to shoot it in the morning and then some that have to shoot in the afternoon and they're fine. So where Talladega, there is no right. worry about sun. So everybody's more consistent. Well, that's nice. You don't have to shoot yeah. in the morning. Yeah, it's basically everybody gets the same opportunity. So that's good. Yep. Talladega, yeah, that was pretty fun. If, like, it did rain, not while we were shooting, but it rained, and it rained harder than Florida ever did. So, yeah, it's hopefully you don't oh, get well. rained on in Alabama because that's not going to be good. It's At like least a, it's a warm rain. <laughs> yeah. It's a comfortable rain. Yeah. We, uh, and last year at Nationals, we started day two. Mm-hmm on the longest stage in the very back and it was absolutely it was a monsoon yeah <laughs> yes that. yeah stage 19 yeah that went yeah. all the way on the long range and it was raining yeah it's fine it's good it's fine. it's fine so a 42 yard shot with a, a plastic bag over the target just to make it look like a big blob <laughs> That's that was fun Luckily, I did. I never had to shoot in the rain. Yeah, agreed. There, it, the other ones weren't bad. I mean, all the targets were fairly decent range. It was just that one target yeah. where I had never even considered that that would be an issue until you get out there and you're like, 
you're looking at it from the start position. You're like, where in the heck am I going to aim? Because it's just a big blob. So I'm sitting here trying to figure out where I want to aim on the target. So it was crazy. Yeah. I, I hate plastic bags over the targets. So they can't breathe that way, you know? Are you done with high school or do you have another year? No, I have another year. Yep, I'll be a senior. I just so has the Army Marksmanship Unit camp? Has the Army Marksmanship Unit camped out in your yard yet? <laughs> Once or twice, they, they've asked. Oh, I knew it! I, I knew, knew it! it I knew it! I knew it! Those <laughs> cheaters! They're cheaters! <laughs> I was in the Marines, by the way. Obviously, yeah. Okay. I knew. I was like, he he is a prime candidate for them to come. <laughs> Can we speak right. to Gianni? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, whatever it is, uh, I'm actually glad to hear they did. That's awesome for you. Thank you. That doesn't mean you're going to do that, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Hundred percent, but yeah, I've got a lot of. Must be nice to feel wanted. <laughs> I've got uh, I work with Eric Steiner on the Range Panda so I'm the one that does all the covers and all the uh, CNC stuff so that's been really cool and I really enjoy the manufacturing stuff and like Infinity their shop is crazy and it was like to work there a little bit would be, for a few years would be cool as well but I really enjoy that stuff so okay what I'll do and i have the farm i've got i've got a lot of stuff on my plate like shooting is a mere maybe 10 percent. yeah you do on the day to day yeah you it's nice to have a lot of options that's nice yeah yep and i asked that question because we had julie golub on the show recently so uh -huh. you know they they tracked her down that's why i was like oh you know what here's a high level junior shooter i wonder if they're banging on his door and sure <laughs> enough i knew it yeah that's how they get you, man. <laughs> so I, um, we've talked a little bit about classes, but have you taken any classes or has this all been learned on your own? Um, so I went to the MGM junior camps when I was, so I went to the very first USPSA young guns camp that Phil Strader put on. He was at, uh, let's see, I was 10 when I went to that. And then every year after that, I went to the MGM camp since I was like probably 15. So, and, and I got to work with Max, I got to work with Eddie, I got to work with Shannon Smith, Travis Tomasi, um, Manny Bragg. I mean, I got to work with all of them pretty much. So that's where I got all of my foundation. And then after that, it's been pretty much on my own. And now I have my coach, Mel, that's really good with the Eric Rafael technique and understands that and works with work with Eric uh, a little bit, but that's where I'm learning now. So the Eric Griffel technique, is that yeah. win everything? Uh, it works for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still is. <laughs> yeah. So what is the Eric Griffel technique? It's just a, de it's a totally different movement than any, any other guy that teaches. Um, it's totally different from JJ. It's like it definitely goes against JJ's movement. 
Um, it's just it's a different different look on things. Basically, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that adds up to it. Okay, a lot of nuances, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just the way you take off on a position, the way you enter positions. Um, well, there's a lot of the reload implement implementations. The way that when you leave a position, as your left foot is coming. I'm trying to explain. It's hard to explain it without showing you, but your hand follows your, your leg. So as soon as you're done shooting, the last shot, the mag is out, you're already moving, and that leg is following your arm, and then you insert the mag and then you start running. Or you'll see people drop the mag like halfway and then try to load the mag, and it'll be an entire position through the next to the next position of them trying to reload. Like... His technique is... Um, that's exactly how I looked on stage two last year. <laughs> His reload technique is... So I know exactly what you're shooting, talking about. <laughs> once you're done shooting, the mag is already in and you're already gone and you can focus on running. Because his idea is you can't reload and run at the same time. So you have to do one or the other. And he's absolutely correct. Yes. <laughs> he is absolutely correct. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's just science, guys. I, I am living yeah. proof of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally had to slow down a little bit to get it in and then speed back up again. Yep. And listen, when you're our age, speeding back up, like there's, there's only so many gears in your gearbox. Once you hit, you know, once you're past 26, you're like, nah, we'll just keep it in second for now. <laughs> right. We don't want a red line. Yeah, you can blow it. You, anything can blow out. Gasket, tire, yeah. your brakes. Yeah. Yeah. Knees. Yeah. Sure. So your suspension could go. Exactly. Your shock absorbers. I recommend fish oil for that one, by the way. <laughs> yeah. May as well so, start young. Your goals. Are you the next Christian Seiler? Uh, maybe. So. I really want to really want to win nationals <laughs> with limited, and then from there I'll probably okay. dabble with open. So like right now I'm cross training with open and limited. Uh, open's really helping with transitions and stuff, but my goal with that is if I can shoot like I'll shoot an array in say five seconds with the open gun. I'll shoot it that array with limited in six seconds. Well, I want my limited gun to be five seconds. So that's what I'm working with right now, cross-training. Um, but I, okay. once I can win limited, then I'll probably dabble with open a little bit. Well, and, and I was just getting to an 18-year-old national champion in whatever division you wanted to be champion in. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm, I really love night, uh, 2011, so like it'd be limited and open for divisions. I get that. <laughs> but are you aware in order to here's the other unwritten rule about USPSA national champions did you know you have to have an active Instagram account I do I've been meaning to talk to you about that by the way <laughs> I mean you've got to post videos to make everybody else look bad even if you're trying to be nice about it, that's what happens. And then be tagged in about a hundred memes a day. <laughs> yes. It's hard to research somebody with no Instagram. <laughs> I have an Instagram. 
Yeah. Sure. For those of you that <laughs> haven't seen his Instagram, it's like one thing. <laughs> one singular I thing. I need a From three media. years ago. Listen, I don't do social media, but we have an Instagram page. I'm like, I'm going to look this kid up. I'm like, oh, there's a cat. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that, man? What? A cat? Where? Oh. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Did you find the right one? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, need a um, it might, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, think I don't even know. I don't think you found the right one. We're going to have to get him a social media director. Yeah. Yeah, manager. Yes. <laughs> we got to hire somebody. Yes. There you go. Oh, goodness. Hey, so you're a, you're a, I, you're a GM, mm -hmm. uh, limited GM. Did yep. you get a bump to GM at Nationals for Limited 10? Uh, I have not even looked. Or were you already? No, I was not a GM. Okay. In, in are you classified? Are you classified in any other division? Uh, I'm classified limited, open, PCC, L10, um, and that's it. Yep. I've not really. Is there? I know you mentioned that you know you're cross training with open now. Um, is that when at some point? I know you like limited. So do you see yourself transitioning to open at some point later in the future or just going back and forth between the two? Once, once I win limited in, in nationals, that's my goal is to win limited nationals. And then I can go, I'll go to open. Probably. I don't know. We got to, I'll see after that, if that happens and then go from there. But it's going to be. I feel like limited will always have a, a a really important place in your heart, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It really sucks, like when they have the limited and open at the same time, because I would really like to do both. So if they do both, that's definitely what I'm doing. I'll do both. Now has has Infinity? How long have you been an Infinity team shooter? A little over a year now. Uh, they picked me up in 2020, the beginning of 2020. Were you shooting a 2011 Eddie Garcia. limited gun before that? Yeah, Eddie Garcia gun. All right. So they picked me up in 2020. Uh, they've been looking at me, I guess, for several years before that. But they uh, they picked me up in 2020, and it's been an awesome year to work with them. It's pretty cool. Their shop is amazing. Words can't. So you, okay. So you foresee yourself being in this realm of shooting for the foreseeable future. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Like as a career, probably not. Um, just I have a lot of other things that I do that uh, shooting. Like there's not very few can make a career out of shooting. Very few. Like a true career. Like you only have Max, right. you know, JJ, Nils, and a handful of people that actually have a career out of it. I agree. It is very difficult. Oh, you guys have any questions for him? My questions. I do, but I'll let Huggy go first if he's got anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. All right. Well, I got a couple. Well, three specifically, but it might lead to more. 
Um, <laughs> do your friends at school know how big of a deal you are? No. <laughs> nope. I homeschool as well. Is that by design or do they just not know? Mm, they don't know. I've always homeschooled, okay. and that's a big, big reason. I mean, I'm why. just humble brag. I'd be like, guys, I'm I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> no, like I've been homeschooled pretty much all my life, um, and it's sweet because I go like from eight to ten, and I'm done. And I have the rest of the day to do whatever else I do. So if it wasn't for homeschool, I would not be able to do a lot farm of work. Work. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that too. Wow. And we live 75 miles from Probably why he's so smart. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. I'm moving to wherever you are because it sounds <laughs> amazing. We have no neighbors. <laughs> There's no neighbors. It's just us. Okay. You're not making it worse, by the way. Right. You're only making it sound better. Yeah. If you do find my Instagram when does your day start? <laughs> what? Well, we do have to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'll run your. I'll run it. I'll run it for free. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't get paid to do this, so you know, it's not going to change my life any. <laughs> <laughs> but like, when does your day start? Well, it depends. Like. When we're full on farming, we're going to be starting pretty much next week. So there's four cuttings a year. So when we're actually cutting the hay, that's when we're swamp busy. We will start, as far as baling wise, my father will go out at 10 p.m. and won't come back till like mm -hmm. 10 a.m. So all night, all the way around. So we will go out for rakes, any other type of thing. We'll go out probably around 3, 4. It just depends on like the time of year as well. Later on in the year, we'll go out a little later because of the cold, um, because we have to hit the dew on the hay perfectly. Um, there's a lot, a lot of things, but it depends. Like an average day, like six thirty, seven. I'm not really a morning person. <laughs> but when we're farming, it's early. Probably not a no. great thing for a farmer, but no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now. Gianni, do you guys go out at that time to avoid the heat of the day? No, so you it's hard to explain, but the hay, when I mean dew, the moisture comes in on the hay between like 3 and 5 in the morning. So when we bale that, if you go out in the day, the hay will be dry and you'll lose all of your leaves. So you have to have that moisture in the hay so that it doesn't disintegrate basically. It's so it's due to technique. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm learning so much about alfalfa right now. This is really exciting for me. So I'm not even being facetious. Like this, I find this fascinating. There's a huge process of it, but when I mean swather, the actual technical term for the machine is a wind rower. So what it does is it just it cuts the hay, puts it into a row. We'll wait a couple days for it to dry. It'll still be wet underneath. We'll have rakes with with big machine with wheels on it and it'll roll two rows into one. Then we'll let it dry for a little longer, like a day and a half, two days, and then we'll come back through and bale it, put it into a bale. And then from there, we go out with our machines, with our mill stack, it's called mill stack, and it'll pick up the bales and then stack them. So there's a lot Round of- Round bale or bale. square bale? Square. 
we ship all of our hay goes okay. to California for the major dairies over there. Uh, have you heard of uh, Tillamook Cheese okay. Factory? I love Tillamook. Their ice cream's really good too. <laughs> yes. So our dairy. I don't know if you tell. I'm an ice cream guy. <laughs> Some of our dairy. So you're very so important more. to my dietary intake. <laughs> yes. Yes. So thank you and your dad and your family for supplying me with Tillamook. Not a sponsor, by the way. <laughs> who who knew that Gianni was very crucial to you and your ice cream? I'm so happy right now. I'm learning. I love it. Um, okay, so to, to get back onto the whole shooting thing, um, <laughs> what what division do you shoot for Ipsic? Uh, I think, I don't honestly know. I think it's classic. I don't know. I'm just told where to go. It's okay. limited. I shoot my limited gun. Uh, I have the small magwell that I have to put on it. And then I have to have my little mags okay. that I put in it with a special base pad. So I shoot 18 rounds in Ipsic okay. versus 22. Okay. Okay. All right. And then my, my final question is, uh, have you ever shot or have you ever considered shooting IDPA? No, I've not ever. I'm so busy with USPSA and IPSC stuff. I, I will be anyway. I've not really thought about it. Okay, cool. Yeah. The two guns. So at eight fun. years of age, you shot. Yeah. So at, at eight years of age, you shot steel challenge. Have you shot any more since? Yeah. Yeah. So like they'll, what I mean, still challenge okay. is like, the, they'll do the, the man versus man ones, um, where you have a bunch of stuff and you both mm -hmm. race each other. The shoot off. Uh, I did that. I did. Yeah. I did that for a long mm -hmm. time. Um, and I still do that a couple of times a year. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure that's gotta help with the pressure oh, yeah. of that's shooting totally nationals just because you're used to competing head to head. Right. Yeah, it's a totally different pressure than normally, like, in USPSA. Like, when you have somebody right there, you know, shooting, and you can see them shooting stuff, it's a definite, it's a different brain game. Yeah. Sure. You got to, yeah, you got to block that out so you shoot your game. Yep, yep. It also makes breaking the 180 a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, a little bit higher consequence on that one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or you're like, oh no, I broke the 180. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, answered all my questions, and I, well, that's all I had. I mean, I just know he's a 17. So you got nothing, Chris? You're good. Gentleman who has better knees than me. <laughs> and, and way more shooting skill than three of us combined. It's for not sure. hurtful in any way to our egos. It's fine. <laughs> We're all married. We lost our egos a long time ago. <laughs> Another thing you have to look forward to. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. So, Gianni, do you have any final comments uh, or plugs? Shout out to your sponsors, whatever you want. Uh, Infinity, I mean, all my sponsors. Berries is my very first sponsor. I got Berries when I was 10. They've been there ever since. But sponsors and family but yeah that's about it i had fun though it was fun 
Okay. If I win nationals. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. We appreciate all the time, the information. It was fun. We hope yep. to see you on the range. Until next time. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. Thank you.